Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call the show at 401-737-1287. 1037-WEEI. Southern New England Sports Original. Welcome back to Cordishian Coit on WEEI 401-777-1037 is the phone number. Are we witnessing Bill Belichick's final two games on the Patriots' sideline? What will happen with the Patriots' head coach this offseason? Will the Crafts move on? I think that has pretty much been the public sentiment over the past maybe month or two. I wonder, though. If you're asking me what I would like to see happen, I I, I still think the guy can coach, and I still think that guys are playing for him. I think some people think the game's passed him by or his style is no longer conducive to to today's NFL. They look at what Mike McDaniel's doing, and look, we'll get into maybe that a little bit later on because I've been watching that Miami Dolphins in-season hard knocks. It's good. Yeah. It's really good. But I still think Bill can coach, and what I would like to see – is for Kraft to say, hey, look, Bill, look, we know this isn't going well right now. We know why we are where we are right now, because we have had, you know, multiple successive subpar drafts, right? I mean, it's not just one or two, it's five, six, seven, right? Bad drafts that have put this organization in the position that it's in. We have not done well in free agency. We've done a poor job from a personnel standpoint. Bill, I'd like you to relinquish your personnel controls, okay? We'll bring in some guys. We'll overhaul that whole personnel department. I'd still like you to coach the team. That's the conversation of like Kraft to have with uh, Belichick. And I'd like to think that Bill, unlike his predecessor, Bill Parcells, wouldn't be totally offended or put off by that and say, no, screw you, I'm out of here. I'd like to think that Belichick would say at this stage of his career, you know what? You're right. I haven't done a great job in that department, and I'm willing to just be the head coach, and we'll bring somebody in here to shop for the groceries, if you will. And I still would like to see Bill Belichick be the head coach of the Patriots in 2024. That's my wish. I don't, still don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, no. I, I don't. Um, your thoughts? I, I, I agree with you, Scott. I, I think it's funny. I, I think – Maybe the percentage has gone up of maybe the likelihood of that happening. Um, because listening to, you know, I heard Mike Reese on the other station this week, and when when Mike Reese says something, yep. I feel like it's coming from somewhere, you know, because I just think he's he's one of the best when it comes to covering the team. Yep. 
And so to hear him kind of talk about that maybe restructuring of things to me was like, huh. So he kind of threw that scenario kinda out there? threw that out there so a little bit. he threw out a scenario with Belichick coming back, but yeah. a restructuring, restructuring of personnel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, Interesting. It, it kind of, to me, it was like, huh, okay. Um, because I thought, you know, a couple weeks ago, obviously, Tommy Curran felt he had obviously had a source. And that's another guy that I listened to, and I say he obviously heard this from somewhere, yeah. from some sort of – you know, good source that it was a firm decision, you know, already made here. Yep. Um, so maybe that percentage has gone up. It's just it is so hard for me to think that Bill, who has had this control for a long time, who has operated a certain way for a long time, would relinquish a lot of those powers. And I I don't think it's just going to be personnel too. you know, craft may in in invade on some of the staff decisions, too. Like, I can't imagine Robert Kraft looking at the special teams unit and saying, yeah, Bill, I'm okay with you bringing back some of the guys so, running special teams. So, you know, that gets a little trickier because that, that, I think, could really put off I agree. Belichick. You I know, agree. If you're saying, okay, I, I already acquiesced and, and let you bring in Billy O'Brien, and, you know, we got rid of Patricia, we reassigned Joe Judge. And I get that part of it because I, I, that's another area where I think Belichick has, has failed, right? Yes. I, I think putting together a, a better staff is something he could have done and failed at doing so. For a few years, the yeah. special teams has not been Yeah, great. no, Cam Accord, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a disaster. Yeah. It's been a freaking disaster. I'm Besi- sorry. The one guy that's been, I, I would say, and of course we're saying this after the, the young kid hits the 56-yard field goal to win the game, of course, but like I think the one guy that's, you know, actually looked good maybe is probably Barringer, the punter. Yeah. Um, but other than that, yeah. they've had some issues there for a few years. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I think if, you know, it, that's an interesting point, I, and I didn't put much thought into that. but That's the off-putting part. To yeah, me. yeah. Because I think the personnel, if Bill really looks at it, really looks at it, does Bill Belichick look at this team? I, I just, he, he's too smart for me. To think that Bill Belichick would look at this team's offense and say, you know, we didn't do a bad job. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, yeah. he's too smart for that. He but knows how, you know, you know, how you, bad this is. You say been. that, and, and that is one thing that kind of irks me a little bit because there was a couple of games ago when they made the switch to Zappi. It looked like Bill was being more hands-on with the offense. It was, yeah. I think it was the Pittsburgh game. They yep. kept on cutting to the sidelines, and he's talking to there the offense is. and talking. And I'm like, hmm. Bill's taken more of a hands-on approach. I wonder why, over the last couple of years, with both the offense and the special teams units failing miserably, why we haven't outwardly seen him become more involved on those two sides of the football. You could talk about the questionable staffing and hires of Bill, you know, to run those two units. But if they're failing, you're the head coach. Ultimately, the responsibility falls with you, and he's the first to say that, right? Blame me. Um, I wonder why we haven't seen the more hands-on approach. I know he's a defensive guy by nature, but the, the two areas that need your help the most, Bill, are offense and special teams, and you haven't been as hands-on as I think you could have and should have been. The thing is, he stretched himself too thin if that's the case. You know that he, if he's has to has to go over and coach this unit, then go over and coach that unit, then go over and coach this unit. Like good teams have good staffs yeah. with guys that when the Patriots were at their best, Scott, they had good staffing on both sides of the ball 
where Bill wasn't stretched too thin. The first wave of the dynasty, he obviously had Weiss and Cornell on both sides of the ball. Two pillars right there. In the second wave of the dynasty, he didn't have to worry about the offense because he had McDaniels. And on the uh, the defensive side of the ball, say what you want about Patricia, but he had Patricia over there. He had Flores over there. He had a good staff over there. Now it's – and I think the defense, I think you're seeing some of the – you know, I think that's a good – unit in terms of its coaching i think mayo and and steve belichick i think they've done a good job over there i think it's clear on the field you know what they've been able to do um it's just the offensive side of the ball it's it's not a strength and and identifying personnel in the modern nfl is not a strength of bill belichick um i think defensively he's still you talked about some of the drafting scott even now, I think the drafting defensively, even the last few years, looks pretty good. Christian Barmore looks like a, a home run pick right now. Wow. Boy, that kid has really stepped forward. Yeah. And you talk about so you're talking about Christian Gonzalez, Christian Barmore, and Kyle Duggar, and I would even throw Uche in there. He's been up and down, but still can make an impact. Like the defensive picks the last three, four years, pretty good. Yeah. The offensive picks the last five, six years, not so good. So that's why when I hear the restructuring thing, I'm like, how much percentage is there that he would give up that that control and say, okay, let somebody else build an offense for me. I'll still coach the team. You know, can, you know, if having Bill O'Brien on staff, can he work with whoever this new personnel person is? Whether it's a person from the past like a Dimitrov or a Tom or a John Robinson or somebody like that, can they build an offense here? I, I don't know. I, I just it's 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 tough for me to believe that Belichick would give up that much control. But at this age, whatever his options are, I don't know. So I'm telling you right now, and we're gonna go to the phones momentarily, but I have a feeling you and I are in the minority. I think more Patriots fans. Oh, want everybody him wants gone. him gone. I think most oh, people yeah. want to move on from Bill Belichick. Yeah. And just make the clean break and move forward. Whereas you and I seem to be in the same camp that we'd like to still see Bill Belichick coach this team. We just want somebody else to be shopping for the groceries and, as you pointed out, maybe uh, do a better job of uh, adding to his staff. If he's willing to to bend on the personnel thing and just coach, I'm thinking he might be. At this stage of his Maybe. career, what does he have to lose? Do you really want to uproot, not your family, because it's just him now. There's no Linda. and Yeah. You know, but do you really want to move at this stage of your career, or do you just want to, you know what, play out, you know, finish out the string here? Yeah. If, if you're going to allow somebody else to build an offense, then, you know, I, I'm open to that. I, I am. I, it's, I know people are like, you know, it's outdated, his coaching style and all that, but I think the two things that have struck me are, yeah, the, I think the chatter about it, particularly, like I said, when I hear Mike Reese talk about it, and the fact that his players really still are bought in, I think, on Bill Belichick. Watching his players react to some of the wins they've had recently, they're still bought in. They still love the guy. Both sides of the ball. David right. Andrews is one guy that stands up there, defends Belichick every week. You know, you see it in those post-game videos. Guy like a Jabril Peppers, I think defensively has been really outspoken about how much they respect Bill, want to be coached by Bill. Um, you know, again, it's the offensive side of the ball has been abysmal. They need to totally restructure it. Yep. If somebody else is building it, I I think I'm open to it. 
All right, let's go to the calls, 401-777-1037. The phone number, we'll kick it off with Joe and Pawtucket this morning. Joe, you're first up on Cordishi and Coit this morning on WEEI. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Mr. Cordishi. Good morning, Mr. Coit. How are you? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Jose. That's it. Um, okay, I have um, NBA basketball, Celtics, and I have football talk. So what do you want me to start off with? you want me to go all my questions? Or what Just you rapid fire, Joe. Rapid let's, fire. Let, 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 rattle them off. Yeah, baby. Okay, so, all right, about the game, about football last week, and we saw the big game, Baltimore and San Francisco. Um, Baltimore won the game. Now, I think what's going to come down to is who has the most experienced quarterback playing. San Francisco, Purdy, he played last year, but, I mean, I don't know if he's a pressure game, big-time quarterback playing, like, can handle the pressure last yeah. year. Yeah. Wasn't too good in the game. Four and, picks uh, last uh, week, last, Joe. Yeah, not good. Last week, he, he, the Baltimore defense was way too much. Yeah. And uh, Dallas, uh, uh, Philadelphia has Hurts, and the pre- Dallas has Prescott. They've been playing really good this year. I, like, again, I think it's going to come down to an experienced quarterback and a good defense. And um, I want, want your thoughts about that. And uh, who, do you who, got, is who is the best quarterback playing in the NFL right now? And um, who is the best team in the NFL right now? And um, about the Celtics, what a, what a week for the Celtics. So Pistons uh, the other night and then last night, Toronto, what games. And uh, I'll tell you, Pistons not, don't have a bad team. They have some good talent, but uh, they just don't know how to uh, put it away at the end of the game. Celtics are doing much better uh, with the team, um, and I'll hear your thoughts. All right, Joe. The, the Pistons are such an interesting case. They really are because Kate Cunningham's a dude. He's a dude. He's a player. He's a player. And I think it was Tatum that was talking about how after that game, like, look at some of the other bottom teams in the league. He's like, yeah, Detroit has the record they do, but I don't think they're a, a team. that I don't think they're as bad as a 28-game losing streak is what he's basically not. saying. I don't think so either. I th- there's some talent there. There is. It's sometimes winning, you know, losing streaks, winning streaks, they – they ride you in different directions, you know. It kind of snowballs. Um, that that was a say what you want. That was a heck of a game. It, that, it, it was, and yeah. I was only honestly expecting a little bit of a letdown for the Celtics. I there. totally and was. Not, I was so expecting it not, too. Not to the degree that we got it when they were down by like eighteen points. I'm like, all right, what the hell's going on? <laughs> like, I, I I could see it being a close game, and the Celtics pulling away in the fourth quarter. I didn't see them having to fight back from like nearly a 20 point deficit i did that i didn't see i did (laughs) i said we were walking into the uh we did the roadie women's game the other night it was with bill Koch. i said billy they're gonna i'm telling you right now he's he's like no with a different team i said nope it's just it's so celtics it is and i'm gonna put the boston celtics in the same category that i just put lamar and the ravens in (laughs) until they prove it to me on the big stage in the postseason that things are different I, I'm not convinced, right? I, I'm not convinced yeah. that Lamar can lead the Ravens to the Super Bowl and win a Super Bowl title. The guy's 1-3 in his career in the postseason. And until this Boston Celtics team can prove to me that they just don't want to show up and outscore people, that they can win with defense, that they can win with toughness, they can win without turning the ball over, on the big stage, until they prove that to me under Tatum and Brown, uh, I'm not going to believe And, that. Scott, to I, your point, the, uh, sorry, Nick, to your point, um, the Celtic sample size of botching in the playoffs is much greater than only four game sample size for Lamar. But here's what I'll give in terms of encouragement, guys. 
they changed the mix on this team. As much as I'm talking about how it was so Celtics, whatever. They've changed the mix on this team. And does anybody – I look, I love the guy. I love what he brought here, the toughness and Celtic pride and all of that. Are we missing Marcus Smart right Nick, now? Nick, I told you. That when he was here, I said I thought they needed to move on from Me him. Me too. For this reason, it's, it's really freed up Tatum and Brown – and it's also freed up a guy that's my favorite Celtic right now is Derek, Derek White. Derek White yeah. is better. It's yeah. better for this team. No doubt. And I think those that that guy. True Holiday. Porzingis. Porzingis. Porzingis that, is so the guy. you just said that he's the key. He's the key. In my opinion, he's the key. if they can keep him healthy in for Sky's the postseason the and in the postseason, he will be the difference maker. I completely agree. Okay. He's it's uh, it's it is what he brings is unique. Um, he's a fascinating player, and and metrically too, like some of the things that he does, it does It's not flashy. It, well, it can be flashy, but it, like I think he was like nine or ten from inside, nine or ten from inside the arc the other night. Like he's just metrically, it's there. I think defensively, he gives you something unique. It, it's just it frees things up. And the fact that Derek White is playing at the level that he's at right now is it's it's really it's amazing to watch. They're unselfish and in the postseason, I think teams used to be able to say, "All right, let's let the Celtics uh we'll cover everybody else and let's open this up for Marcus Smart so he's just completely tempted to take an open 3. We're okay with it." Can you do that with anybody with the Celtics right no. now when they have those their top 5 on the floor? No. I don't think so. I mean, who would who would be the fifth in that mix? It's 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 probably either White or Holiday. You really want Drew Holiday taking an open three to win a game? Because guess what? I think he's going to knock it down. Like, he's that good. Like, it's they, – they've built it differently. And that's the thing with, with the Ravens. You compare them to the Ravens. I think they've changed a little bit, too. They changed the offensive coordinator, so I think things are rolling a little bit more. And I wonder if a guy like a Zay Flowers can be a difference maker for them. Because I think at times he has been. He's a, he's a young guy. He's a rookie. But there's some talent there. It can be. But can Lamar deliver the ball, the ball to where it needs to be sure. in the crunch time? Yeah. You know, like, to me, you know, defenses are going to load up against him running the ball and beating them with their legs in the playoffs. Can he beat teams with his yeah. arm, which he's going to need to at some point in the postseason? You know, Joe asks, who's the best quarterback, who's the best team in the NFL right now? I think right now you'd have to say the team that's playing better than anybody is Baltimore particularly with their win over San Francisco last week. I still think the 49ers are the most talented and best and most well-rounded team in the NFL, despite their loss to the Ravens last week. Who's the best quarterback in the NFL, Joe asked? That's a tougher call. I say despite his – if you're asking me right now, you have one quarterback to pick, you're starting your team, who do you want? Despite his struggles, I'm still taking Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. the guy I'm Absolutely. taking. Absolutely, of course. Okay, so that's course. my answer there, Joe. Yep. All right, uh, 401 – 777-1037 is the phone number. We'll take a quick timeout, and we'll come back with more of your calls. You're listening to Cordishi and Coit on WEEI. Boom, 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 boom. Nissan has a car for every driver who wants. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.